0: and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Peer Victory Podcast. Hope you're doing well this week, and we are excited this week to... I mean, we're always excited. I say that every time. We're excited.
0: Always. <laughs> always. We live excited. excited.
1: people, yeah. We're, we're never down. We're never, never. down, yeah, yeah. It's always good. Always jumpy and happy. Um, but anyways, uh, today we're talking about um, a good one. I think it is a really good one, because Matt and I were just discussing this. We're actually convicted here <laughs> in this area, and I think often, you know our own personal experiences. We love sharing that, but we're in the journey with you here too. And if this convicts you as well, we're right there with you. But we are talking today about the slippery slope to addiction. You might be thinking, hey, Brad, that's a big topic. You're right. And we're going to break it down and we're going to kind of get more specific with what we mean here. And we kind of have two parts of areas that we are talking about. Two warning signs, right, Matt? Like we're two kind of areas where if you recognize these two areas that are, are, you know, screaming at you, Hey, be aware, you know, know, well, keep your head up, you know, focus, you know, this isn't good. If you notice these two things, then we are on a slippery slope, um, maybe back into some bad behavior. And one of the areas that I think that is a first warning sign is, is typically our secondary addictions, secondary addictions. So Matt, what's a secondary addiction?
0: Secondary addiction is um, it, it's it. They're more subtle. They're just things that we go to that we go to habitually, or we go to to escape. We go to to shut the world off, and yeah, I mean, sometimes it's good to shut the brain off. But when it's when it takes a place of dealing with things and of being aware and emotionally gaining intelligence and being aware of where you are at and. Um, talking about things, journaling, reading, praying—when it takes place of those things, that's where you got to know that. Uh, hey, this is a slippery slope back to addiction because if I'm not on guard, Scripture says, "Guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it." So if you're not on guard and guarding your heart, um, you're you're gonna you're gonna flow back right into into mm-hmm. escape. Mm-hmm. There was a uh, one of the guys I was coaching recently. He said he said I love what this one pastor said. He said when I preach a sermon, I want it to break me more than it breaks anybody else. <laughs> And I said, man, this has been happening more for me this year than any. Like when I'm preaching sermons this year, more than ever, they're like right to me. Like these they're convicting me, these sermons that I'm preaching. And this is the same thing. We're we're going through our notes here and we're planning this episode and I'm we're both like, man, this is this, <laughs> this is, is for me. This <laughs> is for me, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so we're with you. But just to uh you know, I mean the slippery soap to addiction is is uh yeah, one of the steps is these warning signs. Is uh, is secondary addictions? Well, I mean, a major one, probably, maybe the most major for everybody is is social media. Oh, huge. And, uh, and just even not even social media, but the phone, like just, oh man, oh. my, my phone's is always in my hand. I'm like, why? And then I put it away and I'm like, get out. Like I just, sometimes I'm like, I hate my phone. I don't want it near me. <laughs> yeah. And then 30 seconds later, I need my calculator or something, or
1: I need my bank app. And I'm like, oh, why is this back in my phone? But totally Oh, <laughs> phone is a big one. I, someone in organization just sent an article to us, uh, shared it with the whole team. And it was about how we're flooded constantly with dopamine. And we know this from like our phones, right? Like, Studies show that when we get a like, when we get a text message, an email, or whatever notifications from other apps, our brains light up with dopamine. We like that feeling. And we're doing a big kind of social experiment in our world right now to see what people what happens to people over time when we are flooded with dopamine nonstop. And that's tied to our social media use and often our cell phones. So... Yeah. Anyways, I went off on a rabbit trail there, but that' what I reason I bring this up, Matt and I, is because this is kind of a secondary thing for us. We we often go to our cell phone or, you know, whatever else tied to that, whether it's even sports. Like, and when we t- share this, these aren't, things aren't inherently bad. Like your cell phone isn't inherently bad; it's neutral. Your social media is is neutral. It's not bad same with like you know whatever else like looking at sports or whatever that we we struggle with (laughs) there's an addiction but anyways these are these aren't inherently bad but they become an addiction for us when it's our means of not dealing with life or our means of feeling better when we're feeling bad Um, and they become the sole source of that instead of the good things that God has given us and so we need to be aware of our secondary addictions because you know, they will pull us back into maybe an addictive pattern and lifestyle that maybe we have kind of left, or maybe we don't realize we're still in the process of healing. We think we've arrived. We never arrive with healing. We are still on the journey, which is why we need to be aware of these secondary things because, you know, we are a work in progress that God is constantly working on. And so be aware of these things because they can be destructive too. And eventually over time, are not enough and we need to go back to the primary addictions that maybe we had in our past or we're currently struggling with right now so be aware of these these things and you know there's there's been some you know there's some specific ones out there. I'll give you an example. Like Matt and I shared about our cell phone, maybe sports, looking at our sports sites and following the Oilers and whatever else. Um, but it could be, you know, like I said, you know, if you're drinking a ton of coffee, <laughs> nothing wrong with coffee, but if you're having 10 cups a day, you know, maybe you need to look in the mirror.
0: I don't um, know. I'd argue that. There's definitely something wrong with coffee. I mean, M- no. Matt's
1: anti-coffee. Don't ever offer him a coffee. I did one time and he pretty much spit it out. You know, <laughs>
0: uh, there, it's it's not biblical coffee. like. That. People are like Hebrews. That's biblical. I'm uh, like, no. There's an aroma of heaven. That aroma with coffee is
1: straight from hell. Guys, I would recommend you emailing Matt your prayers about this area of life right now. He's he's missing out. coffee. is is is, is very good, but yeah, it can get excessive. <laughs> um, you know, the time we spend online, you know, that can get very excessive. It can be even things that you don't seem don't seem that bad. Like we know people that are absolutely addicted to fitness and working out to the detriment of relationships, to the detriment of joy. Job, work, life, you know, where that's all they focus on. We know people that are so addicted to um, even, you know, their focus, you know, at the end of their evening is, you know, they'll watch like two movies at night, you know, like where, you know, they're not doing anything constructive. Like there's nothing wrong with watching a movie, but when it becomes that advanced as far as amount of time you're spending because you need the escape, you need to avoid the feelings in life, it is a secondary could be a secondary addiction
0: yeah when you're going man i don't have time to pray i don't have time to read the bible i don't have time to journal or to talk to people about my emotions or i don't even have time to process my emotions how do i even know what to talk about with people because i never have time to process but you're watching netflix three times a week or two mm-hmm. movies a night mm-hmm. or you're doing these things that i'm like i think you have time and so it's a slippery slope where i would say this to people living porn free is not the goal it's not my goal for me it's not my goal for you I want you to be, and I want me to be, so full of the love of God and understanding who we are in Christ. And so all of these things, it is a slippery slope back into porn because it's not who we are in Christ. Who we are in Christ is we're willing to expose things, even like we talked about last week. But we're willing to expose things. We're willing to deal with emotions. We're willing to guard our heart. We know how to guard our heart and we know how to spend time with God and how to be full, uh, filled with the love of God. We know how to have community and have deep relationships in our life. So all of these things are squashed by these secondary addictions when mm-hmm. we're constantly browsing social media. I remember... There was one of our leaders, Dalton, and I loved this. He taught me something here when, when I mean, I'm, I learned lots from our leaders. But but he was saying to me, like he, he reached out, he said, hey, I just want to let you know I was scrolling social media for two or three hours. I mean, he said something like that. And it was like a, like a confession. And I didn't really know what he was doing, but we, we chatted on the phone later. He said, the thing is, I was aware of something in my life that now, I had never really been aware of how it affected me. But he's like, now I I become aware of it. And so I found myself going to social media, which I don't normally do. And I and he's like, I scrolled for two or three hours. Mm-hmm. And so then he's like, I don't want to just confess when I'm tempted sexually or when I'm when I've watched porn. He's like, I want to confess the things that are way before my acting out into porn. Because if I'm going to social media and scrolling simply because I don't want to deal with this thing that's now been exposed emotionally or with trauma or whatever it was, then he's like, I want to be so careful and get ahead of it by going, I'm going to confess my secondary addiction or my secondary Mm. behavior that's the slippery slope to pornography. And so I just loved that he said that. And that he highlighted the importance of confessing that, where it's not even a sin, that's not sinful yeah. to cover up or, or to 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 escape or neglect our emotions. It's not sinful to go to social media, but he's so on guard and being careful with that. And so I love that he said that, but that's the same with all of us. It's like, are, are we aware? Um, because since that, I've been more thinking along those lines, like, oh, when I even, it was probably a week or two ago, where I was scrolling and I was thinking about Dalton being like, oh, I'm doing exactly what he was talking about, <laughs> where I was feeling whatever I was feeling and not wanting to talk about it. And so I just went to social media and was scrolling. Mm-hmm. And so we need to be aware of this. Like if you're watching lots of Netflix, is it because you're just, you know, neglecting your feelings, neglecting not, like you're not wanting to talk about various things or, you know, even if, if there's secrets, like are you, are you drinking or are you going to anger a lot? Um, because you want to, you want to manipulate a situation or you don't want to talk to your, to your spouse about your porn addiction. And so you just go to anger to manipulate mm. or you go to alcohol because then maybe
1: that will be the problem that gets addressed and you don't want to address the porn. Yeah. Yeah. These are, that's a lot of wisdom with Dalton the, sharing there. Uh, for sure. I think that's, that's really great. And, you know, often, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever gotten that check engine light on your car, you know, when you're driving you're like, you know, you got to take this in and get it, uh, you know, you know, looked at by mechanic. Well, this is the same kind of deal for us in our lives, right? You know, if you start to see these areas weakening, um, what I mean by weakening is they're getting stronger of a behavior in your life. That's your check engine light going off in your life. And the Holy spirit, God gives us these moments where he just wants to show us, Hey, be aware here. I'm showing you something here. There's off that's off in your life. So, I think that these are, it's good to recognize these things. This isn't to make you feel down or bad about yourself. Um, But I think that God really convicts us because he wants to pull us and draw us into something better. And, you know, the enemy, you know, he doesn't put a hook in front of us. You know, if you fishermen out there, you know, that doesn't work, right? You can't put a hook in the water. The fish, you know, they're not going to be attracted to that. They need a bait, something that masks the hook, right? Something that looks like good food, something that will draw the fish to that hook. Same thing in our life. The enemy uses things that are, are, you know, it's a hook, but it's hidden, right? It's, it's underneath the surface. We don't recognize it as a hook right away because it's maybe regular stuff in life that we've engaged with and we don't really think much about it. But the more awareness that you, you start to use in these, these circumstances or with these things, you realize I'm being pulled into something here. And I recognize that all the time. You know, when I'm getting stuck looking at social media for a while, I don't know, Matt, if you're like me, but I I don't feel good after a while. Right. I feel like I've eaten like six Big Macs. Like (laughs) I feel like someone's punched me in my soul, (laughs) not in a good way. Right. It just doesn't feel good. And you know what? I I think that uh, these things, they, they don't really give us what we're looking for. You know, we're just, we're just using them to mask over what we really need. And that's why God wants to work on us. So He, we are, we are receiving what we do need, the good, healthy things that we need to thrive and flourish in our lives. And these secondary things, they rob us of that, even though they might inherently not be wrong, like I said, but they become something destructive in our lives when we go to them as an addiction.
0: Uh, yeah, and so we don't want to be so like, oh, you got to be so serious about everything in life, but you got to be aware. We got to mm-hmm. be aware of everything in life. So... Remember, I mean, there's a few people, too, that they're like, man, I just need friends around me. I need people around me. Well, that's great. Community is great. God wants us to have friends, and God wants us to have fun and have hobbies. Or, you know, there's another guy like, I play hockey four times a week. I'm like, you you have, like... A huge responsibility in your job, you're married, you have four kids, and you're out four oh. times a week playing <laughs> hockey. I'm like, holy man, I can barely get a few times a month. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's amazing. But is that an escape? Like, so, and so it could be a very healthy hobby, it could be a very healthy outlet that's a very healthy thing. It could be that, or it could be you don't want to deal with the stresses in life. And so you 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 don't deal with it by covering and oh I don't have time to deal with that, mm. um, and so it could be very healthy. We need outlets, we need fun yeah. things. I mean, Braden yeah. and I play hockey, and we we uh, you you know we like sports. We play golf, stuff like that. But when it becomes an escape, we got to be really aware of that. So mm-hmm. just look at your life and go: Do I need friends because I'm so uncomfortable being alone because mm-hmm. I can't handle my own thoughts? That's a really big warning sign. The the check engine light is on and it's probably dinging at you (laughs) because it's like hey you got to be aware of this because if you can't face yourself in the mirror um and that that's uh that's a very big thing in life that you're if you're not Mm -hmm. in addiction you will be probably Mm -hmm. pretty soon
1: yeah and other things too like maybe you have a lot of anxiety in in your life right now i mean we get it the worst season in life and world we're in right now there's a lot of anxious thoughts you're not sleeping you wake up and you have five cups of coffee right and the coffee you need that to get through your day but really, what your problem is, go back to the anxiety, you know, dealing with that. And go back to listen to Brett Allman's podcast a few weeks ago that we did with him. But there you go. There, I mean, there's it's tied to something. And we're, we need these things to keep going in life um, when really the problem is is actually lurking underneath that. Yeah, know? I
0: remember I said to somebody, uh, uh, like a coffee addict, I thought a coffee addict, I was just bugging her as my wife's friend. But I said, I thought, doesn't scripture say to not let anything control you oh, or be <laughs> right i'm like it sounds like coffee is a master oh, over man. you yeah. and she goes yeah i agree with you that's why i quit coffee for a while and realized i didn't need it i just want it so i went back to mm-hmm. it i'm like oh okay she, got, like, you there. she got me yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: lawyered <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: but the thing is she's like yeah i don't need it that's why i i enjoy it so like okay mm-hmm. but if it's something that you need in order to get through the day there might be a reason for that that's got to yeah. be addressed so yeah.
1: And often the other aspect too, that these things are are usually tied to another warning sign that we need to be aware of. Um, When we're going to our secondary addictions, usually that's taking up time in our life, space in our life. And it's because that space has been left there, there's a void because we're not doing the healthy things and patterns involved in that that we should be. So when those start to weaken, those healthy patterns in our life, we fill that time or that space, that void, with unhealthy secondary things because, you know, that's what we're wired. We're just wired to drift into that stuff being proactive towards the good, that's an active thing, right? Being unactive in life, inactive, is that what right? yeah, unactive? <laughs> inactive. Yeah, inactive. You got it. The yeah, yeah, we drift towards those other things just naturally, right? To actually, if we wanna we wanna move forward in life and growth and healing, that's a proactive thing. So the proactive, healthy patterns, if we notice that those are slipping, I'll give you a few examples. Like for instance, our regular devotional time, spending time with God, Bible reading exercise people like that's an important thing if you're not getting exercise eating you know your eating habits um your sleep patterns your personal relationships you know if these things are suffering or you're not investing in those being active there you will fill that time with something else and usually not good things also
0: just emotionally you're going to you're going to just feel better mm-hmm. like emotional I mean I know that for me I'm like, when I don't feel well, I'm like, am I, have I exercised? When I exercise, I feel so good. Mm-hmm. When I'm reading the Bible, I just love those days where it's like you get such a, a light bulb moment with the Lord in the morning. You're reading your Bible and it just like carries you all day. You're like, wow, I can't believe what he said to me this morning or mm-hmm. this thought that I got in the Bible. Or like, wow, how good is God? Something that you read in the Bible. Um, but then when you don't have that, like I know for me, I'm like, my spirit, like it's it's so thirsty, Like I literally feel thirsty in my inner man. It's like when I don't have that, I just don't feel good. And so then other things will more get to me and I want to escape. And then, you know, thoughts of sin come in. So it's, uh, yeah, it's so important. So how is your Bible reading? How is your prayer life? How is your prayer time? Mm -hmm. Like, is it frequent or is it, and then it's even for us too, I mean, um, we got to be challenged and Brad and I, we got to talk about when we're doing well and when we're not doing well with mm-hmm. it. But how is it? I mean, is it, is it alive? Is the Bible reading alive or is it dry? Yeah. Because if it's, not, if it's dry, change what you're doing. Yeah. If it's dry, ask God to help you make it come alive. Don't just continue on and doing, oh, a chapter a day, it's kind of dry, but I got to do it because it's my goal. It's like, no, just change it up. Like yeah. it, God wants it to be alive. Don't just continue on doing what's yeah. dry.
1: Yeah, and if you want to listen to, uh, we had a great podcast a little while ago about our spiritual pathways, so the different ways that we best connect to God, I would recommend that too, because you might be wired a certain way too. And so figure what those things are. Um, in the show notes, we'll put what, what, what number that is. I can't off the top of my head remember what episode that was, but go back and listen to that one, which can be helpful for you.
0: How's how's your food? Diet? Mm-hmm. Like, Do you eat well? Do you just... You know, put back a bag of chips every day, and a <laughs> right. you know, box of Oreos, like <laughs> it's twenty-five. Love Oreos, oh, man. Yeah. seriously, you know, but if you're um, eating that
1: for breakfast, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah yeah my wife she's so cute she's like i have one tri- one treat a day like wow you're amazing my <laughs> my granddad was like that too he's like one a day i'm like man if i have like one chocolate i need 17 yeah I can't stop there <laughs> <laughs> no. exactly so it's, uh, it's but how is that like are you eating well or are you not eating well mm. um it's it's like you're saying like you got to be proactive in these things like when i it was so often my wife, she makes great food. So when she makes a meal and it's healthy, like salad and she puts whatever in it, I'm like, honey, this is so good. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that because that was yesterday's like salad and whatever she put in. I'm like, this is like the best thing ever. And then it, when I'm eating that, I'm like, why would I ever go to ice cream over this? Like it was literally mm. so good. Yeah. But then I do go to ice cream and I don't <laughs> feel good. <laughs> I, I feel way better when I'm eating well. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a reason. I mean, God is holistic in everything he does. Food is not just good for the body. It's good for the soul. It's and fuel, yeah. And, uh, and when it's good food.
1: Yeah, and then your relationships too. Like if you're not, you're not investing in your relationships that, the good relationships that we have, you know, if you're, if you're married with your spouse, um, your parents, your friends, you know, those good friends. Um, if, if you are a parent with your kids, you're like, th- if you're not investing in these relationships, um. And you, it's, there's a, it's because you're, you're involved in these other things that are taking you away from that. Um, you know, being able to just own that. Hey, you know, this is where I'm at. And this is what we want to say to you here. Like, this isn't to make you feel bad if you're here. You know, Matt and I are just as much, you know, putting our hands up to this stuff as you are. Um, it's just owning it. You're like, hey, you know what? I am lacking in this area. And we understand that you're all unique people out there. We are not, we're not giving you like uh, an X, Y, Z kind of pattern that if you do this exact same thing, you're all unique. You all have different lives than us. But I think you can just admit, it, you, you'll recognize some of these unhealthy things and, and the healthy things that you know are good for you. But there are some specific healthy things that are good for all of us, right? Even though we're all unique and we're just bringing, right, breaking those down right here, you know? And and that's, that's why it's important to invest in these good, true, tried, tested, true things that we do know are good for us. Like Bible reading, exercise, eating healthy, you know, investing in our relationships. All these things are really good for all of us.
0: We had our last conference before COVID shut down the world was... Um, Was just locally here But we had a a, I think it was a Neuropsychologist Is that the title That he was Something like that Something like that He was (laughs) smart Smarter than me (laughs) (laughs) There you go And And anyways He talked about Like the science of the brain With porn addiction And he talked about Exercise and food And how it's so closely tied Mm -hmm. And uh, And it's fascinating And we're not gonna get Into the science Nor could we I mean uh, My limit is about Eight letter words Like he's got (laughs) Fourteen letter words In there Like I can't I can't do that No But but it's very closely tied. And so sometimes you just got to, you know, for example, scripture says flee, flee from sexual immorality. Well, we don't need to know all of the reasons why. It just says that. So it's like, okay, let's just take it with faith and understand that that's going to be good for me. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I mean, we can't get into explaining all of the neurological stuff that Dr. Adam talked about at that conference in terms of exercise and food. We can get it in a little bit but we don't need to we can just say hey this is very important mm-hmm. if you're wanting to be holistically healthy and free in life and deal with addiction when you're eating healthy when you're exercising you're gonna have more strength and clarity of mind to seek the lord to choose good decisions to not go into addiction uh, and i think that that's a very basic summary that all of us can pretty much relate to yeah. because you're just you're making wise decisions so Yeah, those are two warning signs that we want to talk about just on the slippery slope to addiction. When somebody's free, I always talk about the two houses in scripture. One's built on the rock, one's built on sand, but both of them, they looked great on a sunny day. So we don't want to be a house built on sand on a sunny day, just looking good, not dealing with things that are underneath the surface. Mm. So that when the storm comes, we're going to actually be equipped to deal with things and live in God's strength and live with wisdom and guard in our hearts. Mm. So Mm. the two warning signs red flags on the slippery slope to addiction are the healthy patterns, the healthy addiction or addictions, the healthy habits in your life. Bible reading, exercise, prayer, relationships, eating healthy. Another one is impacting people. Are you impacting people? Are you influencing people? Mm -hmm. Man, you're made to influence people. You're made to have a voice. That's so important for you to do. Um, Are you loving people? That just, man, that feeds your soul when you love people. Mm -hmm. And so those are healthy things that God wants all of us to do that are really good for us. And so are those slipping in your life or are you doing well? And then the second one is, The warning things, the secondary addictions, the social media, the the excessive coffee drinking. I would say any coffee drinking. Bad, bad, (laughs) bad, bad. bad. But (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Excessive drinking with alcohol Mm -hmm. or browsing movies, uh, hobbies. I mean, if if it's excessive and covering certain things you got to deal with in your life, those are red flags and it will lead to
1: negative results in your life. I love the summary you gave there. And then using the the wisdom out of scripture about the two houses, because one of the visuals about that too, is they both look the same on a sunny day. Yeah. Sunny day has great conditions, right? Like great conditions. So when we have great conditions in our life, sure, we can fake it. But the thing is, is that life doesn't work like that. You know, we face sometimes bad conditions, you know, storm comes, you know, we get hail, we get wind, we get storms, right? All these different things. And usually that's when we come crumbling down if we're built on sand because we have no great foundation to draw from and we aren't able to deal with those storms of life. And that's why secondary addictions, they're propping us up, so to speak. You know, they're, you're kind of in that place where you're, you're coping with life instead of you know, dealing with it in a healthy, healthy way. And over time, that will just draw you further into needing more advanced stuff. And warning signs aren't meant to be, you know, this thing that makes you feel bad. They're helpful. And I think that even if you're at the place where you recognize some of these things, hey, I have a lack of healthy patterns and I have a lot of secondary stuff going on. Maybe not porn, um, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm sober for a while, but I have these other areas. Just be aware. Um, That's the beautiful thing about... God's partnership with us and his work in our lives is his love draws us and calls us to something better. He never beats us down or makes us feel dejected or down or, or rejected. He is accepting and loving of us and he calls us to something better and he is there to work with us. And if you're not, if you're kind of that isolated person where you don't have that help and support of others too, it's important to have that. Um, and especially in these areas to help us recognize, because we will often have years and years of, Addictive patterns that have built up over time that are running in the background of our lives, right? We don't know that they're working. We don't know that they're there. And you will go into those consistently over time without any thought because you've done it so much. Like you don't even think about it anymore. And so part of this too, the warning signs is being aware of this pattern that's running in the background of our lives so that we can be aware of it and address it and make better decisions and invite God into this because it isn't all on us, right? We need god to work in our lives here to change and transform but we do have to make choices too and um so that's that's why we address these things with you so
0: yeah yeah we can't do it without god nobody can and so with that i mean pray about these things there's things there's examples we gave but there's also other ones out there that would be unique to you and so pray and just go god where am i slipping on my healthy patterns what do you want me to address or get better in? where where am i slipping with these secondary addictions or secondary behaviors that are covering um you, you know something you want me to deal with what are things that you want me to deal with? I mean ask God in prayer to reveal these things and and he will I mean another one just to just come to mind is just when you're not going to porn, but you're just looking at people in the street. I mean that's a secondary one where when it, when it's becoming more and more frequent, then it's like okay now i'm getting I'm getting closer to getting even worse. I got to beware. I had this great email from one of our guys in Pure Freedom Journey recently where he was out and he saw somebody and he went, man, normally, like in the past, I would always just stare and like, look at this person. He's like, then I realized I'm like, I could run, rejoice and and reflect, which is one of the training videos that we have on when there's a visual trigger, how do you handle it? And so he's like, I just turned my head. I started praising God. I started praying for this person. And so I was so proud of him because he's like, this is a, this is a secondary thing that could lead to me going back into porn where he's been free for five months or something. And, uh, and now he's still being aware of these things and trying to get better at these things that, you know, it's the step before porn. So anyways, I mean, that's something that was unique to him. That's, I mean, it's not just unique to him. There's a lot of us that, that have that, but pray about that in your own life. What is something that God wants to bring up and expose and address and, and then take action and do it. And, you know, there's going to be ebbs and flows. We're going to be better at times. We're going to be worse at times. But if we have this attitude of praying and having God show us things and wanting to be aware and wanting to get better, then that's a really, really good spot to be. So thanks for hanging out today as always. If you're new to the podcast, uh, we're so glad you're here. There's lots of different episodes that you can check out. Um, feel free to hit that subscribe button on the on the app that you're listening on so that you get notified each Wednesday when these episodes come out and if you feel like you if you've been blessed by these podcasts by these episodes uh we just so appreciate if you wanted to contribute anything i mean there's some some costs that go to putting these out and you could always go to purevictorypodcast.com and there's an option there to contribute even if it's five bucks ten bucks five bucks a month whatever you want to do it doesn't have to be much but um but we'd so appreciate that support and thank you for you guys who do support what we're doing here and continuing to help us to get the word out so thanks for being part of our tribe god bless and we'll chat next week thanks for listening if you would like to hear more please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe this podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers if you would like to help support the cause financially once again please visit purevictorypodcast.com